Welcome to the Soul Seekers Podcast with your host, Lily. See this podcast as your source of inspiration for all things manifestation, spirituality, and adventures beyond our physical reality. My intention with this podcast is to help walk you home. We all have a beautiful story to tell, and I love deep diving into the world of spirituality because that's where our stories begin. And so see this as your great awakening to begin questioning life beyond our physical reality and start to really wake up to your soul's destiny. I'm so excited for you to be here today. My name is Lily and I am your host. I'm a manifestation coach and mentor and my company is called This Must Be It because this must be it. All the answers that you've been seeking when it comes to your purpose, your destiny, and the life you're meant to live. I have a deep love for all things spirituality, experiences, and storytelling. So if you're ready, let's walk each other home and manifest our destinies. Thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to get started. Hello and welcome to the Soul Seekers Podcast with your host, Lily. I'm a manifestation coach and mentor, and I'm so excited to be bringing this episode to you today. So welcome back to my show. I talk about all things manifestation, spirituality, and life in our physical reality. All the adventures and stories I love to share to really, really help you collectively raise your consciousness and become aware of all the things you are capable of manifesting as well. So this episode is being recorded this morning at 6.30 a.m. I did a poll on Instagram with my audience to really see what you wanted to hear next, just to get your input, because I wanna make sure that if I am creating content, it provides value to you. So I put three options. One was love story, which no one voted for. (laughs) Second one was battling my demons. And third one was how I manifested Chris, who is my fiance. Um, the one with how I manifested Chris is actually the one that got the most votes and then battling my demons because we all have demons, even in our relationships, our personal life, everything. Um, but I felt very called to share this story because I think it's really important to understand that with manifestation, it applies to every aspect in our life, whether it comes to, becomes like part of our business, to our work, to um, love, right? So if you are new to this channel and you are new to the concept of manifestation, what manifestation truly is, it is creating our reality using our thoughts, having the physical fruition of our dreams and our wishes and our visions come to real life and it's always been associated with universal laws because when we are talking about manifestations we're not talking about the physical action taking of really going out there and always getting it but we're talking about changing our frequency to create the results that we want or also the results that we may not want or consciously or unconsciously want so i want to make it very clear to understand that We are always manifesting. It's not a switch that we turn on and off, but it is a switch that we can level up, turn on, become aware of to consciously manifest. And so what consciously manifesting means is curating your results. 
Because a lot of the times, if we are not consciously manifesting, if we are not consciously aware, if we are not really thinking about truly what we want, we receive whatever the universe wants to give us. And typically, whatever the universe wants to give us is actually a curation of what's happening within our subconscious mind. And to not overcomplicate everything, our subconscious mind is our heart our truest desires, whether we like it or not. So how we feel about ourselves, how we feel in terms of our worth, um, our desires, it really has everything to do with what we manifest because manifestation is not just law of attraction, right? The law of attraction is you attract what you feel um, you are in line with or what you think. Positive thoughts create positive results. But actually, the most important law when it comes to manifestation is the first universal law, which is law of vibration. Whatever you are vibrating in, in terms of your frequency or how you feel, is what you attract. So this applies to manifesting love and relationships too. So let's start off with really understanding that concept. So a lot of the times, if we don't become conscious of what we are manifesting, we are always going to manifest whatever is within our subconscious mind. And so if you look at um, previous relationships or the relationships that you're in, are you manifesting the same partner over and over and over again, just in different bodies, names, right? But their soul and the core of who they are is very similar to previous relationships, and why I say this is I want to share this because that was me previously. I was always manifesting people that were, um, it's, it's funny because I used to say this, that I always got into relationships that became long distance. Um, you know, the relationships would always start off very, like, very much we were always together, like spending every day together and then turn of events, we would always become long distance. And then when I started dating other people, like if I met people abroad or whatever it was, it always became long distance. So these long distance relationships became very much like lots of time together, but then grew distant in the sense of actual physical distance. And it was probably like three or four relationships that this happened. And I realized that's not what I want. Okay, so realize this. Unless you begin questioning what it is that you truly, truly want, the universe will continue to give the same thing because we perpetuate the same stories and subconsciously or unconsciously manifest the same relationships. So for very much a lot of my 20s, I always dated people distantly. And that time was always about being alone, right? Because I had to do a lot of things alone because they didn't live in the same city as me. Spent a ton of time on my phone, you know, just like on the phone, talking to them, things like that. And so as I continue to perpetuate these relationships in my life, I actually, um, you know, this is why I was like, do you guys want to hear my love stories? Because my love stories are so crazy. But just to summarize, um, 
when I left off one of my, I guess, more long-term relationships when I was in my early 20s, I actually was single for a very long time after that. And that time that I was single, it was all about self-exploration. During that time, I lived abroad. I um, explored. I traveled. I uh, built my career. It was all focused on me. And so I want to really reiterate how I manifested the love of my life is when I manifested the love for me and realized the, the love for you in that journey of self-love is continuous and never ends. And it's a roller coaster because it goes up and down. And the up and down is what makes it fun, just like relationships, right? When you get into a relationship and if, if you guys never bicker or fight or you always get along, it's kind of boring. But with that, basically I was single for many, many years, um, no serious relationship. It was just really exploring. And I think this is really important for anyone that is about to embark in a lifetime relationship because I, f I do find that if you don't really get time to know who you are and go through, you know, the dark night of the soul and go through all these ex experiences, it does become harder when you become go into a relationship because a lot of the times when you go into a relationship, you lose a lot of parts of you. And that is just what happens right you want to give your love and your attention to that person and then you lose the love and attention that you give to yourself so during this year of singledom i really really explored what i truly wanted and i don't even talk about in a relationship or a partner i explored what i truly truly wanted for myself and at that time um you know before i met chris it was all about really how could i become better as a person like how could i grow my career how could i be successful and that for me was very very important and so during the time i guess a year before i met chris i just climbed the corporate ladder i worked hard uh, i worked quote unquote hard but more so i had fun and i think that's really important too and i can share that in another episode when it comes to building success in your business or your career but Make sure you're having fun. If you are working tirelessly, like giving your heart and your soul and truly your health and deteriorating who you are, it's not worth it. But basically climb the corporate ladder. And you know, during that time that I was climbing the corporate ladder, I was single. I had a lot of fun being single. I was going out, making good money, exploring myself. And um, one thing that I knew for sure was that I wanted to move to a bigger city. So at the time I was living in a smaller city and at that time I also felt like all the potential, I guess, mates out there were just people that I knew because it is a smaller city and that there was no one in Edmonton for me. And so my desire to actually move to a bigger city wasn't only just to find a partner, was to really find myself. Because a lot of the times if you stay in the city that you grew up in with the same friend groups, with, you know, the same, I guess, day to day, you aren't challenged to really expand and grow. So after a year of climbing the corporate ladder, I made a decision to move to Vancouver. It happened, it manifested very quickly, which I will share in another story, but I moved to the big city, but let me tell you this, before I moved to the quote unquote big city, which is Vancouver, I actually um, did a lot of exploration in terms of just 
being by myself. So I traveled for a month and a half through Asia by myself. I met up with some friends along the way, but I went to the Philippines by myself. Um, I think that was one really big trip. I was basically in the Philippines for like a week by myself. Uh, but that was like great for me because it realized, made me realize that I am so capable of being by myself and just like, you know, really thriving on my own. And I think this is really, really important when it comes to really getting into a relationship and manifesting a healthy relationship. And so when I was on this trip to the Philippines by myself, um, you know, I was staying in a hostel, staying in some hotels. I remember thinking how great this trip was. I was meeting tons of people, like going on a lot of adventures. But I specifically remember one night where I actually decided to journal um, and write down what I really wanted in a future partner. So what I really wanted or what I desired in a future partner was almost the opposite of everything I always had in a relationship. And so I really express this because remember, the universe will continue to give you what you perpetuate within your subconscious mind, or you can change it and really, really tap into what your true desires are. So when I wrote down these things, I wrote down, I hope that he's driven. I hope that he is um, entrepreneurial. I hope that uh, we'll spend a lot of time together. Um, and I want to actually, so I'm actually a non-specific manifester. So that means I cannot be specific about what I manifest because the universe doesn't work that way for me. The universe is actually like, give me an idea and I'm going to surprise you with better. Okay. And so there are specific and non-specific manifestors. Some people are very specific. Like if they manifest this, this, and this, that's what they all get. Like tall, dark, and handsome. That's what they'll get. Doesn't work like that for me. So I just remember, I didn't know this about myself, but I didn't get specific, right? I just talked about characteristics. I didn't talk about what he looked like or what he dressed like. Um, I just talked about really what he was like in terms of a personality, right? Because we're talking about vibrations here. What type of vibration did I want in the right person? So I remember creating that list and then leaving it. This is the surrendering process when it comes to manifestation, right? Manifestation is think, feel, do, and surrender. That's my manifestation process. So think, feel, do, and surrender. So I thought about what I want. I felt like what he would feel like if he was in my life. Doing is really, I mean, going out there, being on like dating apps or whatever it is, and then surrender. When the universe is ready to give you that person or gift you that person or that thing, it'll come in due time. So finished my travels through Asia, solo travels through Asia, came back and moved to Vancouver. I was like this big city girl, moved into an apartment right downtown, brand new apartment right downtown with a sick ass pool and all this stuff. And I was living the high life, you know, single girl making good money, living downtown for um, first time in Vancouver, making new friends, like going out with my coworkers, all this stuff, right? And so at that time when I moved to Vancouver, I wasn't really in the market for 
dating someone. I was just like there to have fun because, you know, my mindset at that time was like, let's have fun and let's like really explore what it's like to date other people in another city because, you know, I've lived in this one city for so long and, you know, I felt like I knew everyone there. And so interestingly enough, I decided that I didn't want to seriously date. So I didn't download the app Tinder or Bumble because those are like for kind of like, you know, for, I guess, more, I don't know how dating apps work anymore, but more, I guess, flings. So they, I actually only dated one, um, downloaded one dating app, which is Coffee Meets Bagel. Okay. So Coffee Meets Bagel is a different dating app and it allows you to actually get specific on the person's age range, ethnicity, religion, and um, height. <laughs> Height is very important for me because I'm actually very tall for an Asian girl. And uh, I only connected with a few people on that app because like I didn't really want to seriously go on that app and like go on all these dates. Um, so I moved to Vancouver in December or I guess end of, end of November, but went back home for Christmas. And then, so I was really, really there full time in January. So dating app back in Vancouver. And I think I I was on this Coffee Meets Bagel. And like I said, Coffee Meets Bagel allows you to, I guess, get a little bit specific in terms of range, okay? So this is like literally how the universe works. So you make a little order, right? You can't be like, I want his name to be Joe and this and this and this. The app allows you to, you know, give you a range like, okay, I want him to be 5'7 and above, you know, around this age range, like this ethnicity, right? But it's not like it has to be Vietnamese or has to be Japanese or whatever it is. It's just a range. That's how the universe works when you're a non-specific manifester. So you kind of give them the feeling of what you want and then they give you the the feedback or the reward. Um, so within the first, I guess, week of January, I decided, okay, well, let's go on some dates. I'm new to the city. Let's have some fun. And Chris was like, actually someone I was talking to since December, but our conversation was so like boring. He's such a boring texter. Okay. He's so freaking, I cannot even, I can't. (laughs) So we would have these conversations and I, I think I was talking to maybe like three people on this app during this time. And we'd have these conversations. Oh no, do we meet in December? Shoot, I can't remember now. It's been so long. So let's just say timeline rough around that time. We went home for Christmas and then we came back. Um, so we were talking for like three weeks. And I was like, this guy is so boring. But I still kept on talking to him. And um, finally, when we came back home, you know, we're all both back from Vancouver, back in Vancouver after the holidays, he finally asked me to go for a like drink. And I'm like, okay, sure, let's go for a drink. But this is the thing about my attitude towards dating is I said, Tim, let's go somewhere near my place because if I don't like you, I'm going to leave. <laughs> Guys, sometimes you have to be nonchalant. Don't give it all up. Meet, let them meet you when it comes to dating, okay? You are a precious gem. <laughs> But anyway, so that is so funny because I said to him, I was like, 
let's um, meet closer to my place because if I don't like you, then I can just leave. Okay, so we went to a place called Devil's Elbow, which was like a smoke ale house. (laughs) But it was literally like a five minute walk from my place. So we met for a drink and I really in my mind thought we would just go for one drink. I wasn't serious in a relationship. And I will tell you this, right? Like I, I, I really was ready to have fun and explore and meet a lot of new people because I was new in the city, right? So I thought I'd go for one drink and I met him. And at the time when I met him, he really wasn't my type. Like, I mean, he looked okay. Like he, <laughs> he looked okay. He wasn't super tall. I, I remember saying to him, I was like, you're 5'8". You know, I'm 5'7", guys. I'm like pretty tall. I'm like, okay, he's like my height. <laughs> All right. You know, whereas he's not like that tall. That was one thing. But I was like, okay, let's go for a drink. He's kind of cute. Like I still remember everything he was wearing. He was wearing like Chelsea boots, black jeans, and um, a plaid shirt. And I was like, okay, like, this is cute. Like he's kind of like that grungy um, Vancouver look. I can do that. So, you know, we went for a drink and we chatted and I don't remember our conversation. Like this is like the first time I'm meeting this person. He barely talked to me. Like our conversation on like uh, Messenger was very like, blah. But you know, when I met him, I was like, okay, he's all right. He's all right. And then... You know, it was funny because we went for one drink and then we had another drink and then we didn't really want the night to end. So we went to another place, which was for live music. We had another drink and it's so interesting, but something inside of me, like he paid for the drink the first time when he went to the washroom, I went and paid for the drink. I was like, what the hell? This is so unlike me, but I did it. And he was super surprised. And I think that um, that really, if you are actually interested in someone, you got to meet them halfway too. So I secretly paid for the drink. So when he came out, he was like, whoa. And that's probably like for him in his mind, it's like, oh, this girl's different. First, first date and she paid for one of the drinks. So I paid for the drinks the second place. And we decided to go to a third place. And this time, it was funny because this is our first date, okay? We decided to smoke a joint. (laughs) And then literally, we had the munchies. So we went to, uh, if you are from Vancouver, this place called The Warehouse, which sells like $5 foods in, in Gastown. So it's like decorated in like Caribbean decor, but sells like pierogies. So we go to this the warehouse and we have a third drink where I ordered the driest pierogies in the world. And we're just laughing, like laughing so hard because we're both baked. And yeah, we had actually a lot of fun on our first date. And from there, we just hugged each other and said, that was fun. No kiss, no nothing. And then he went we went on our own ways and he actually went on a like whole trip for an entire week. Like he was gone for the next weekend. So we didn't see each other, but somehow we continued 
uh, having a conversation. Like I said, he's a very boring texter, but still I was having conversations with him. And from that point, I actually decided to delete the dating app. Like I didn't go on any other dates after that, but I wasn't even serious about him. Like we didn't even like see each other that much after. We didn't even like really hang out or talk that much, but decided to delete the dating app, which is really where I think my intuition was telling me something. And guys, from that day on, I never, I think that was in 2017 maybe, I never dated anyone else after that. It was literally, literally everything, everything from when he came back from his ski trip, it was just us. Every weekend, we would spend time with each other. We would do all the things together. We'd be on adventures. We'd eat together. We would just explore together. And he was everything that was the opposite of all the relationships that I was in. He was the opposite of everything of the relationships that I was in. And so when I say I manifested Chris is I truly consciously manifested that because I told you I've always been in long distance relationships. So I never got to have these memories and experiences with previous people I was in a relationship with. And I manifested the person that I got to spend and explore and create memories with for the rest of my life. And I'm not going to lie, our relationship wasn't easy in the beginning. You know, I had very high expectations. You know, I wanted certain things like, you know, you always pay the bills, like this and this and this. And it, it, we had like rough times in our relationships and we probably broke up at least once. Actually, when we first started dating, I, I've always just been the type of person that always wants to break up with people. I'm just like crazy like that. But, you know, he actually always fought. He always fought for me. He would always make it up. He would he was probably he's never dated anyone like me so he probably was like wow this girl is crazy she's literally breaking up with me every weekend but when you are going through periods like that where you are constantly trying to battle in your relationship it's because you are battling your own demons and i was battling my own demons i had compare like i was in deep comparison with other people like this person this this and this and this and when you're in a relationship you have to realize it's the relationship between you and that person is not the relationship with you and the world. But he saw something in me. He fought for me constantly. He always, he always, always fought for me. He always came back. He always wanted me in his life, no matter how crazy I was. And we have been through so much. I don't share everything. Like I share the funny parts of our relationship, but I don't share everything, but we've been through so much. And I share this with you because you will find the love of your life. And if you are in a relationship and it's a it's going through a tough time, realize why you guys fell in love in the first place, right? And I share this because, you know, we all are deserving of the love that we may have not received when we were younger. And I say this because, you know, my parents, like, the, the reflection that you have in your partner is a lot of what you did not have as a child. And my mom loves me so much, but I didn't get her time because they were so busy all the time building a business. 
So I never got to see them. They never came to my concerts. They never came to anything. We didn't have dinner together, things like that. And now I get to be in a relationship and a lifelong partnership with someone that I get to wake up to every day, work with every day, see every day. And guys, we have literally been together every single day for two years since COVID has started, like work from home, everything. But it's it's not hard. We don't get in fights. It's like, I mean, other than when I'm dancing on TikTok and stuff like that, but like, you know, we love each other unconditionally to spend so much time together. And even when like, we still to this day, four, five years later, still kiss each other every morning and every night. And we still say, I love you. That's what I didn't get in other relationships. That's what I didn't get my parents, right? And I don't blame them. They had to build a business. But you will always seek what you did not get in your childhood. And I found that in another person, in another soul. And I know that I'm getting teary-eyed. But I know that like me and Chris, we have been tied together in another lifetime. We don't have to get to know each other again. We don't have to like speak all the time. We just are. We just be together. And the crazy part is we literally have matching tattoos on our backs. Exactly. Like they literally look the same, but we got them at different timelines and they say something different. Like we are connected. He has a tattoo on his chest that just says, just be. Like everything about him is he's always one of my greatest teachers. He teaches me so much and I'm always teaching him and leading him and we are each other's saviors. He is a rock in this lifetime for me while I spend all my time in the ether and trying to connect to source and trying to understand the meaning of life. You know, he is here present to hold me, to keep me safe, to keep me grounded, to be my support, to be my cheerleader when I do not believe in myself. And that's what you need to find in a relationship. You can always buy yourself the things. Trust me, you can. But you can't buy support. You can't buy love. You can't buy time. So how do you manifest a relationship or a partner? Or the, even if you are in the, a relationship now, how do you actually, you can actually get your partner to become the person that you want to be. You can manifest that. Because I've manifested Chris kissing me before. <laughs> it was like, well, actually, when I first started my manifestation journey, um, I really wanted to test out this theory. Does your thinking actually create your results? So when we were living in our apartment in Vancouver, it's quite like it's like one small space. We were always together during COVID. I decided to test this theory, right? I started working with this coach at this time, my manifestation coach, and she was teaching us all this stuff. And I thought, okay, well, let's test out this theory of manifestation. And so one night early in the night, I decided to go to bed earlier and um, he wasn't home. And I manifested that he would come into the room and give me a kiss before he went to bed. He never does this, okay? He never, ever does this. And that night I thought about it. I'm going to try to manifest this. And he did. He did it. I was like, oh my God, this manifestation stuff works. Think, feel, do, surrender. And the funny part was after he did that, the next morning I said, hey, do you remember when you came into the room and like gave me a kiss? He's like, yeah. I was like, you never do that. He's like, 
like, yeah, I'd never do. And I was like, I manifested that. And he was like, wow, that's so strange. So that you can truly manifest whatever you want. Remember, you're not, you're always going to receive what you continue to perpetuate, right? If I always thought, oh, he never does this, then that's what continues to perpetuate. But for me that night, I said, he's going to come into the room and give me a kiss before I go to bed. And he did. It's the little acts. You can manifest anything, right? I truly, truly want to show you that you can manifest anything that you want. It all comes down to your desire, your frequency, your vibration, how you think about it, just like your partner, right? Unless you actually consciously become aware of what you truly want, you will continue to get what you perpetuate. But if you truly want a loving relationship where you're spending time and building memories together, which is what I wanted, it wasn't just about the tall, dark, and handsome for me. It was truly about what I wanted to feel in that relationship, building memories, the memories that I didn't get to always build as a child with my parents. But, you know, I didn't get the tall, dark, and handsome. Okay, he is dark and handsome, but he's not tall, okay? And I've always wanted a tall guy, but he's amazing. He's perfect for me. And he's everything that I always wanted and more because I have always had this dream to pursue entrepreneurship and I've never been brave enough to do it, but he's given me the bravery, the emotional support, the, the cheering on everything. And like just a constant belief in me, right? Entrepreneurship is a spiritual journey in itself. And he is my spiritual cheerleader. <laughs> So I hope this really summarizes how I manifested Chris, but how you can start manifesting your partner as well. And, and if you are in a relationship, how to manifest the relationship that you truly want, how you want to fix it, how you want it to look, how you want it to feel. We all have the capabilities and superpower to change our relationships that can be applied to friendships, that can be applied to um, your relationship with your parents it's all applicable. Manifestation is the power that you have within you. And so to summarize this episode, I want you to really start thinking about what are you currently manifesting in your relationships? Are you finding repeat partners? And if they do not sit well with you, what do you want in a true partner? And this all comes down to the core of seeing and knowing who you are. That level of self-love that you have for yourself because you do not attract what you want you attract what you are and that's the same thing with my relationship i do not attract what i want i attracted what i am someone that is working and walking through this lifetime with me and it's so exciting because every day in our relationship is just fun it's just like being with my best friend every single day and exploring life together and consciously growing and, you know, creating the life that we want. And the crazy part is it, it's just beginning. Um, and as this episode comes out this Monday, I have a very big surprise that is happening, but like, I'm excited. So if you are watching this episode on Monday or listening to this episode on Monday, I want you to hold on to the idea of manifesting the love of your life, manifesting the relationship that you desire. And um, if you are catching this a little bit later, follow me on Instagram, see how our relationship unfolds. Um, Chris is basically Instagram famous because I constantly post him on Instagram and he doesn't mind, which I love. And it helps 
just really show you that this is a mutual loving relationship. Being with someone that supports your crazy dreams to always be on Instagram or whatever. And I appreciate that more than anything. And I love creating life together. And so should you with your partner. And if you do not have a partner, just love creating life for yourself regardless. And trust me, when you are in that place, your frequency and your vibration is so high that manifesting love comes easy. But you have to love yourself first. Because you have to love yourself before someone loves you and tells you differently. Because sometimes you'll get into a relationship that will make you question parts of you. And when you question parts of you, you lose parts of you. So I am going to end this episode with just really reiterating If you are not consciously aware of what you truly want to manifest, you will continue to get what you don't want. If you become aware, you can truly manifest the love of your life and the relationship that you truly desire, whether you are in one or not. And more than anything, take a chance on you. Take a chance on who you are and who you're becoming because that is the most important relationship that you will ever be in. And I am grateful I did that and I'm grateful that I am in a relationship that allows me to do that still, to become more weird and more self-expressive. And I feel seen and I feel loved for being who I am. So I hope more than anything, this inspires you to manifest the love of your life If you aren't following me yet on Instagram, follow me at this must be Lily and follow our adventures of love, life and manifestation together because I don't know, it's fun. It's going to be fun. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this inspires you with lots of love, Lily. P.S. If you are now tuning into this episode, Me and Chris are officially married, at least energetically and spiritually. I'm so excited to be announcing that we are officially married. We eloped in Tulum. We manifested our dream wedding because honestly, it seemed like it wasn't going to happen, but I just believe that we were meant to get married in Tulum, in the magic of Tulum. So follow along on Instagram to see how this happened, but I'm so excited. So how fitting to listen to this episode where I talk to you and tell you the story about how I manifested the love of my life, but how we also manifested the wedding of our dreams. I'm so grateful to be sharing this, and I hope more than anything, you find the love that you desire, deserve, and are so worthy of as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Soul Seekers podcast with Lily. It means the world to me that you've lent your soul, your ears, your presence to be here with me. And I hope more than anything that you've gotten another level of awareness through this podcast. I can't wait to continue to share this journey with you. If you haven't followed me yet, follow me on social at This Must Be Lily. And if you've liked what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. And if you're looking for further ways to work together check out the link in my bio more than anything i hope that you have the courage to pursue the life of your dreams because your dreams are meant to be actualized with lots of love lily